Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. On today's show, I've decided to make it a vendor day. In other words, I'm going to talk about a member of the team. You know, this is, this is something that is very important to you as a real estate investor. You've got to surround yourself with quality people that bring expertise from areas where you don't have any. And I'll tell you, one of those team members that I think is extremely critical is a CPA. Now, I also think you need a really good real estate attorney, um, but you know what? The CPA is really the person that, that is focused on your results. They're focused on helping you achieve the, the goals that you've set for yourself. They're helping you to achieve that lifestyle. And, and on today's show, I've got somebody that's done a great job helping a lot of Lifestyles Unlimited members achieve that lifestyle. His name is Nate Roberts. He is a CPA, and, it, and he basically advises and consults to businesses and individuals. Uh, he oversees an organization called Lifetime Tax. Tax Advisors Incorporated, and just so you know, he is licensed as a certified public accountant in the state of Texas and is a member of the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants. So, you know, he's got all the street cred, but what he really brings to the table is something completely unique that I don't think a lot of CPAs possess. See, he is laser focused on helping you put as much money as possible into your pocket legally and ethically. Nate, did I get that right? I think you actually did it better than I normally do. So I can't really add too much to that other than just say that works. Our goal is to help you take the money that you normally would be paying to Uncle Sam, figure out more ways to keep that money in your pocket. I think, you know, everybody wants to, to keep more money in their pocket. And, I, and I'll tell you, once, once you become a real estate investor, you start realizing the power of keeping that money in your, your portfolio, keeping that money in your pocket. And it opens opportunities for you because you're not, you know, giving the money away to entities that 
you know, to be honest with you, probably just don't need it. What What are some of the uh, common misconceptions that real estate investors have about, you know, their their money and, and maybe when it comes to taking specific deductions that they may or may not be entitled to? I think there's a lot of misconceptions. A lot of them are just, hey, I heard I can't deduct this. This is this. A lot of, there's a lot of things where people just don't even know that they can deduct something. So whether it's mortgage interest, whether it's if I'm using leverage, can I can I take this as a deduction? In real estate, you're running a business. So if you are running a business, you're entitled to all the deductions, whether it's mileage, whether it's interest, advertising, home office. There, there's lots of different ways, depending on how you run something, that you can take advantage of things that are provided, provided for in the tax code. What, what are some of the common things that people overlook? Uh, auto mileage would be one of them. The deductions from, for mortgage would be another. How, how to – let me think here. There, uh, I mean, there's some new stuff that just came out, so – being able to take money out of your retirement plans, being able to roll it over, how you how you take advantage of the real estate professional, cost segregations, partial dispositions, what else? Uh, being able to refinance and deduct that, doing a like kind exchange. I mean, there, there's lots of ways that there's lots of ways that you can take advantage of these things and defer income, change the character of income, change the timing. I mean, it's it's just. There's lots and lots of tools that a lot of people don't even realize exist. You know, you made a an interesting comment. You said, you know, what what can a real estate professional deduct? What what exactly is a real estate professional? I guess I probably should back up a little bit. So there, let's kind of, let's kind of put these things into two different buckets. Okay. You got, your, you got people who are passive investors. They take the money. They invest in real estate. They're not involved. So they're passive. There's a set of rules that revolves around that. If you're a passive investor, you kind of can start building up all these deductions behind the dam. You, it's it's one way to slowly utilize expenses that get hung up, and you're just waiting for a way to release them. When you, when you have some passive income, you can release passive losses. A more powerful tool, one of my favorite tools is as a real estate professional, and that's somebody who – spends more than half their professional time and more than 750 hours. So the, it's the greater of the two. But if they're able to do that, they're able they're able to utilize their tax losses to offset other taxable income. What's, what's more powerful about this is somebody can be cash flowing an investment. If it's structured properly, you can still be taking taxable losses and you can be offsetting that income against other ordinary income. So my doctors, my lawyers, my hedge fund managers, people who have high incomes tend to love this. Now, the doctors, the lawyers, the hedge fund managers, all these all these people typically aren't going to qualify because they're probably working 2,000-plus hours a year. To be a real estate professional, they'd also have to be putting in at least another 2,000-plus hours plus one hour per year to qualify. But they've got a non-working spouse that spouse might qualify as a real estate professional, and they can leverage that to offset some of the taxable income that the high wage earners earning. So 
you can use that real estate to keep more money in your pocket. So basically, once once you get that that qualification in the IRS's eyes, it, it opens up more opportunity for you to, to keep more money in your pocket. Exactly. It, it's, it's probably one of the most powerful tools out there. It's one of my favorites. It's not the only one out there, but it sure has a lot of impact, and especially this year in light of COVID. There are some new things that just came out when the CARES Act was passed on March 27th that just gave us more avenues to, to utilize that. That's awesome. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Nate, when we come back from the break, I want to get into that CARES Act and, and know what's going on in your mind. And folks, we'll be back right after this. Del Wamsley talks about finding that one thing that made sense for the lifestyle. I looked at franchises. I looked at multi-level marketing. I looked at everything in the world, but nothing made as much sense is buying one simple little rental property. Real estate is your best option. Real estate makes sense. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you how to buy your first rental property. Join our live online free workshop to find out more. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Del Wamsley talks about positive cash flow tax-free. I bought one little rent house. So a month later, I bought three more. Now I started receiving even more positive cash flow. $880 a month positive cash flow after just two months. This cash flow was tax-free because of the way I did it. Because if you know how to do it the right way, you won't pay taxes on that. Give yourself a raise tax-free. Find out how at Lifestyles Unlimited's live online free workshop. Register today at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. As I sit here and read article after article and see TV show after TV show, the normal person out there on the street cannot overcome their fear to get to the analytical part of this whole process. I'm not afraid of and I'm actually ready for a recession, a crash of value of anything and everything. Why? It is the opportunity to do incredible stuff. But that's my analytical brain. The United States has a very strong economy. We will return to our basic economic foundation. This is not going to be the end of the world for everyone. But you do need to take some action. And some actions will be more productive than others. And one of the things that I think you can do now is take this time, like you said, Del, people are going to be sitting at home, and you have a time right now to change your life. Make what you have work for you. You need to get into lifestyles right now. Join us for our free online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Austin's Talk, 1370. 
Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. It's time to turn up the volume and fine-tune your passive income plan so you can create the lifestyle you've always wanted. Welcome back to the show. It is an opportunity for you to get into the mind of one of our vendors today. What does that mean? Well, I have Nate Roberts on, and Nate is a CPA, and he's also one of our, our vendors at Lifestyles Unlimited. He helps our members with, with all types of things CPA-related. You know, he can help you with uh, organizing your business. He can help you with individual tax stuff. He can help you put more money into your pocket legally, ethically, and that's important. So, Nate, when we're going into the break, you were you mentioned that the CARES Act has brought a whole bunch of different things to the table that could affect real estate investors. What what kind of things should we be paying attention to? Well, right now, I think a couple of the ones that are probably very important. One, you've got the NOLs that can be carried back up to five years. So. If you've got real estate, even if it's cash, cash flowing, a lot, but it's generating taxable losses, you may be able to go back and get some of the taxes you paid back in, I mean, even all the way back to 2013. You might be able to get a refund of some of those taxes if, you, if you're generating the NOL. There were also some releases on how, how much it, there was a cap on how much could be used per year. That's been taken away for a short period of time. There are there are credits that are out there for payroll taxes. There are the there's the PPP loan, which is the pay, Paycheck Protection Program loans. That if you use it for 75% of your payroll costs and a few other things like rents and utilities and interest, some of those things can be forgiven for up to eight weeks after the date that you received it. There are the economic injury disaster loans that. There's a new pro program that's out there. There, all these different things are out there. There's lots of new ways to pretty much get take advantage of some of those laws that were just passed and use them to put again more money back in your pocket legally. Well, you just mentioned a lot of things, and and I'll tell you what. While you were talking, I was thinking about the fact that you know I paid pa taxes back to 2013 on my real estate, you know, is it, does, would it make sense for me to get with somebody like you to, to review my taxes to see if maybe there is money available to me? Yeah, I would suggest anytime that you've got a question, if you don't know the answer, depending on how much you think you might have at stake, that's where there's a value of having a professional who spends time in an area helping you kind of navigate those waters. I mean, if it's fifty bucks, I'm I'm probably going to tell somebody, yeah, it's not really worth. It's really not worth the time. But I've it could. I mean, if it's ten, twenty, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, yeah, there might be some value to, to spending a little time trying to figure out what's available. What are my options? Do I qualify? How do these things work? Can somebody help me navigate this so that I don't just cause myself a whole lot of headache? So what, what would somebody need to anticipate if they were coming to meet with you for the first time? I mean, do they have to like bring in their last 10 years of tax records, or, or what do they need to do to be prepared to, to meet with somebody like you? So typically when, I, when, we're trying to, when we're scheduling a meeting, we actually have an onboarding process. They start with my practice manager. We reach out, 
we we have kind of a list of questions that just help us kind of know what somebody's background looks like. We walk them through. A lot of times we'll we'll go through like an initial 15 minute phone call if it if it seems more complicated or there's there's various questions that we may may be coming up with, and then depending on the complexity, then then we may at that point we'll say here are the documents we think we ne- we need to know, but in general it's going to be usually we're going to want at least the last three years of tax returns just so we have an idea. We're, depending on if we think we might have some NOLs, we may want to go back and look at what, what the last five years look like. I mean, for those pieces, we actually would need more info, but we wouldn't we wouldn't ask somebody to go and pull up five years of tax records before we know that this there may be some meat in the bone. That's good to know. You know, I, I think a lot of people are afraid of meeting with a tax professional because, you know, the whole idea of taxes just doesn't sit well with most of us. But that's not the only thing you do. I mean, you actually spend time consulting people on future direction, do you not? Yeah, no, that, that's, that's really where the most fun is. I can't rewrite history. Of course, right now we seem to be writing it, and in some ways we're able to go back and revise it. But a lot of times, if somebody doesn't know the path to walk through, and I can say, hey, by the way, there's this little road over here. If you take a little detour, we're going to save you ten, twenty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. I mean, usually people are pretty happy to kind of know that if we do the right planning, then we can help them save money. And, I mean, it, and a lot of times there are things that we can do and set up that are repeatable. So it's not I save you $5,000 one time. It might be I save you 5000 every year just because we made some, some tweaks and changes. But conversely, I've got people who I can save them a lot of money, but also there are rules and things that have to happen. And sometimes they don't want to do it. So some people can qualify as a real estate professional, but they don't want to spend the time doing it because they like being semi-retired. Real estate professional, you've, got, you've kind of got about – you've got a part-time job. It's 15 to 20 hours a week. I mean, it's, it's closer to 15. But that's every week. Some people don't want that much work. They enjoy sitting back and making money off their their real estate and anything else and playing with the grandkids or whatever whatever that kind of floats their boat. And so I get it. Tax is only a piece of the picture. Man, you just described me. You know, that's part of the reason I'm not a lead investor, and that's part of the reason that I haven't taken down an independent rental operator property yet, is that I enjoy being passive. Um, you know, so the the appeal of the real estate professional, I see that, but I, I value my time even more. So, I mean, is there anything you can help me as a, as a real passive investor? Is Are there some things that, you know, we should look at? So as a passive investor, the game plan's different. So, like right now, I qualify as a passive. There's no way I could meet the hours. I keep trying to convince my wife that she should try and qualify as a real estate professional, but she seems to enjoy her time where she's just at home with my kids. I can't convince her to take on a part-time job. So as a passive, it, it's just a, it's just a different game plan. At that point, I'm looking at how do we snowball it? How do we continue to make sure that we have enough losses going forward, the rules are are different in what's available. So as a passive, it's probably more of the game plan about understanding how the cash flows work, understanding the depreciation, understanding how we utilize those things so that we aren't paying taxes now. 
we're releasing the losses when we have, when we have the opportunity, and we're planning for them as they come up, so that we are able to continue to take the money that we would have paid taxes on and roll it forward and use more of it to grow it and continue to do so. You know, I got to I got to tell you out there in the audience, it's very important and very powerful to have the right members of your team. And I'll tell you, having somebody like Nate on your team is a combat multiplier. It will get you to where you're trying to get to faster. You will you will have opportunities that will meet, be made available to you that you can't find on your own. And when we come back, we're going to get back into Nate's mind on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. It's here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Talk 1370. We're back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. We're here to answer your questions and help you become financially free. Welcome back to the show. On today's show, I have one of our vendors, Nate Roberts. He's a CPA. And, you know, you shouldn't be afraid of having a CPA on your team. You know, a lot, a lot of people think, wow, CPAs, they cost a lot of money. I tell you what, that's stinking thinking. What you need to look at it from the lens of that person can save me a lot of money. It may cost you a few dollars to save a lot more, but it's well worth it. And I'll tell you what, without having expert advice, you're probably leaving money on the table. Yeah, you think about that for a minute. So Nate, let me, uh, let me switch gears with you just a little bit. Um, what I'd like to do is uh, I'd, I'd like to have you explain to me how these passive losses work. You know, we've, we've, heard about, we've heard about passive losses on this radio show. I don't go into great detail about what they are, but what are they really? So just real quick history lesson back in 1986, what people used to do is they'd, they'd invest a lot of money in something and, and they'd, they'd be taking as deductions. Doctors and lawyers who weren't involved in something would in invest money, and then they could write it all off against their ordinary income. Congress didn't like it, so they said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna put in these in these passive loss rules. That that way, when somebody is losing money, they can't use it against their ordinary income. They can't use it against their wages. They can't use it against other items. The only thing they can use it against is either a other passive income, or b." When you get when you get out of it, then you can release those losses. <clears throat> so, the way it kind of works is, let's say if I invest in a single-family house, multi-family apartment complex, whatever it might be, if it's cash flowing, but I'm generating taxable losses, all I can do is offset the income. Once I hit, once I get down to zero, 
everything else carries forward. So let's just say that I'm cash flowing 5000 a year, but I got $10,000 in taxable losses. That $10,000 carries forward to next year. And then let's say I do the same thing again in years two, three, four, and five. Suddenly I got $50,000 just kind of piled up behind the dam. Then suddenly, let's just say that the thing sells. Maybe it sells for $100,000 gain. Instead of being taxed on $100,000, that $50,000 I've been waiting to use suddenly just releases. Or let's say it was only $25,000, which I'll still take. I got $25,000 in gains in my pocket, but I still have $25,000 in losses that I get to use against something else. So that, that's kind of how the pat in a very, very high-level nutshell, that's kind of how it works. Yeah, I think people, you know, have a challenge wrapping their mind around the concept of you're making gains, but you're also making losses because that that whole depreciation thing that that is kind of a monster to understand. Do you, do you have like a a simple you know uh, depreciation for dummies uh, type of example you could give us on how depreciation works? Yeah, and and this is this is one of the things I spend a lot of time when I'm doing presentations on. So let's make it real simple. Say an apartment complex, let's just say that it's $2,750,000. The reason I picked that is because residential real estate is depreciable over 27 and a half years. So if I've got a $2,750,000 property, I get to take the wear and what kind of the expected wear and tear over the life of that property. So 2.75 million is $100,000 in depreciation every year. So to add on to that, that's a non-cash thing. You've already paid for the property. A lot of times you've leveraged it. But if you just do the cash flows, you could be making 50000 a year cash flow. So you got 50000 showing up in your bank account at the end of the year or over the course of a year. But then for tax purposes, I get to deduct an extra 100000 So instead of a $50,000 gain, I've got a $50,000 loss. I got fifty thousand dollars in cash in my in my hand, but for tax purposes, I'm reporting a loss. Probably probably one of the, my favorite things about real estate. I can do that with real estate. I can't do that in the stock market. Yeah, I. I can't do that in the stock market either. So yeah, real estate is the way to go. Now, one one of the concerns that that's out there about depreciation, and I think it's I think it's very well misunderstood, is when you go to sell a property, the the IRS essentially wants to recapture some of that depreciation. How does that work? And you know how to, in the the bigger scheme of things? Yeah. So actually, that it's it's a valid concern, but. So let's just say if you held that, that building for 27 and a half years, fully, you know, there's some rounding stuff in there, but let's just say at the, end of, at the end of 27 and a half years, you're at zero as far as your tax basis. You turn around and you sell that building that you bought for $2,750,000 for $5 million. It's going to come – most of it's going to come through as long-term capital gains, but because I've got depreciation sitting out there, the IRS is going to want a portion of that back. There's there's different rates and different things that you kind of go through, but under the current law, some of that's recaptured at up to 25%. If it's just that 27 and a half year property, if you've got some other things in there in there that are shorter life periods, and 
they may be recaptured at your ordinary rates, which could be up to right now 37%. But let's say if I take that, that building and I take that $5 million and I buy another one and I take some of that depreciation, I can offset some of that as well. And if I got passive losses sitting out there, I can use those to offset some of those gains. So there's, depending on what you want to do and how you want to use your money, there's, there's ways to get out to continue to defer that. You, there's also cost segregations. You could get into a like kind of exchange where you don't recognize gains on, on buildings. If you got personal property, there's some other rules, but you know, there are ways to continue to just kick that can down the road. And then eventually, if you do it long enough and you die, you're, right now your heirs get that property and they can start that whole process over and potentially not even pay tax. Wow, that that in itself is is just a wonderful benefit of owning real estate is when when you can when you do it right and you don't pay any taxes by doing it right. It's it's a it's a wonderful thing. Let me uh, let me shift gears with you and, and ask you, what are the biggest surprises investors have when they're investing for the first time? One of the one of the biggest ones I think that I, I get for first time investors is how isn't the money that I'm receiving from my investment taxable? Not necessarily. You get taxed on on the everything flows through to your income from the partnership, but you can be receiving cash distributions and still be having those taxable losses. That's that's what I was describing generally a few minutes ago. But people equate receiving cash with having taxable income, or somebody may have taxable income being generated in the partnership and not receive any cash yet and that's that's the flip side of that so the disconnect between cash received and taxable income tends to be challenging for some people to wrap their heads around the first couple times so usually by the time i've had this conversation with them five to ten times it's starting to make some sense yeah, you could probably have that conversation with me 10 or 20 times, and I'm not sure I would fully get it, but because that's, that's the complexity of all of this stuff, and that's exactly why having you on the team is, is paramount to my success. You know, let's, let's talk a little bit about what constitutes tax fraud. Um, how, how does one go about avoiding tax fraud? Don't do it intentionally. Fraud, fraud, fraud by definition, and I'm not a lawyer, but fraud is something you do intentionally. So you don't want to intentionally understate your income. But what you what you want to do is report all of your income, and then find all the ways that you can take deductions legally. Well, that's that's pretty sound advice. I mean, at the end of the day, I make sure I report all of my income because I have heard that from from other trusted advisors. You know, you can make mistakes on your deductions and things like that. But if you knowingly fail to tell the IRS what your income is, they're going to figure it out and they're going to come after you. And that's not what we want. Hey, when we come back. I've got some more great questions for our guest today, Nate Roberts, and you'll be amazed at his answers. We'll be back right after this. Here's Lifestyles Unlimited founder and CEO, self-made multimillionaire and national radio host, Del Wamsley, on getting the information you need to get through this. So you ask yourself, isn't this the wrong time to get out of the stock market? Very well could be, but maybe 
it might go down. And then you ask yourself, man, if I would have had some of that money, I could have used it. People are going to be afraid. And the people who are in real estate that are losing money are going to be afraid. And they're going to want to get out. And when they do, we're going to be able to go in and buy at very advantageous prices that are going to change our family's future, quite honestly. So you need information on how to do that. You need the knowledge of how to get through this. You need to get into Lifestyles right now. Lifestyles Unlimited has been helping people succeed since 1990. Join us for our free online real estate workshop and learn the seven principles we teach to run our businesses and provide for our families. Register at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom. Okay, I've got a riddle for you. Are you ready? What do you get when you cross a tax consultant with a University of Texas graduate? You get Nate Roberts. And I'll tell you what, when you get Nate Roberts on your team, it is a combat multiplier for you because he's not going to just sit you down and do your taxes. That's, you know, he can do that, but that's not really what he's focused on. What he's really focused on is helping to advise you and consult you with, with your individual business efforts and also your, your individual tax needs. But more importantly, he's more involved with the big picture. He's more involved with helping you get to where you're trying to get to. And I, I'll tell you what, I don't care whether you're starting with your first single family house or you're on your 10th multifamily apartment community you need to have a quality advisor on your team so nate how do people get a hold of you if they want to put you on their team there's a couple ways that can be done one is by going to www.lifetimeta.com lifetime tax advisors you can also give us a call 972-771 6707, or you can email Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, at LifetimeTA.com. Those are three great ways. Uh, find us on LinkedIn, Twitter. I mean, we, we've got people who monitor the social media, so we've got lots and lots of different ways you can find us. Now, do you, do you guys, I know you're, you're really busy and you're very successful at what you do. Do you, do you have capacity to bring on additional clients? Yeah, we, we have capacity. It I mean, and we continue to hire. I mean, we're we're always looking for additional talent, and we've actually got interviews. So right now, lots of lots of places are shutting down and shuttering in, or just trying to hold on. And we're actually bringing on more people. Well, I'll tell you, that's that is incredible. I mean, when you know you sit back and you look at what we've been through for the last you know two to three months, and the fact that your business is still doing well, that's that's a testament to you, and that's a testament to what you guys do for your clients. So, since we're talking about clients, I, I know you've got clients that are Lifestyles Unlimited members and, and clients that aren't. What what do you see? I mean, can you compare the the differences between the two when they come to to initially? meet with you 
Yeah, I, I would say that one of the things I've found is Lifestyles does a very good job of kind of laying the groundwork and trying to introduce people to the concepts. So that when I'm sitting down with Lifestyles clients, usually I'm spending more time tweaking an idea and kind of helping figure out this is this is what my goals and my and my objectives are, and we we don't have to go through and lay out a long game plan. People kind of people come in with some ideas, and we can help them say, okay, if you want to go down this path, these are the pieces, and, and a lot of the terms that we're using are familiar. People who are getting who are new to it, typically we're doing a lot more training trying to help them understand this is the process here's how it's you know it, it is it's it's legal and you know as we're we spend more time educating so having that having that common vocabulary having the just a general plan in mind and helping them kind of refine and hone that so they can move forward just tends to be easier because we're not talking in a completely different language yeah, I, th I think that's very important. Here's one of the questions that I get very routinely, and and you know I'm not I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm not trying to you know get you to give me tax advice or anything like that. This is merely for the the purpose of of education. But members of Lifestyles Unlimited, when they first join, one of the things that they they ask, and it's it's like even before they've got a business plan laid out, uh, this is what I find so so cute about the whole thing. They want to know if they can write off their membership expenses. So what is is it possible to do that? And, and if so, what are, what are the different ways that somebody could do that? Well, yes, yeah, so I'll, 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 I'll echo what you said, especially since this is to a general audience that this isn't specific advice, but there are ways to do it. The one thing I can tell everybody is the, the way there are there are ways that we'll look at it. It depends on everybody's unique situation. The amount that is possible ranges somewhere from zero to 100 percent. The only, but what I can tell you for sure is if you're not somehow involved, it's that's the only time they'll say I have a zero percent chance. After that, it really just depends on what you're doing. So I can find ways to, to potentially utilize it, but we have to sit down and walk through what are you doing, how, how are you doing it, and then we can, we can explore avenues. Do you think it's really more important for somebody to, you know, worry about what they can write off as opposed to, you know, the worrying about the direction they're heading in? No. I guess one of the one of the – common catchphrases that most of my clients are probably sick of hearing me say is, don't let the tax tail wag the dog. You don't want to spend a quarter to save a dollar. And so don't just think about tax deductions. Think You want to have a plan. You want to know financially what's going on. So if you, can, if you know where you're going, we can help you find the ways to keep the most money in your pocket. But if you don't have a direction, you're probably going to have a hard time finding the end of the road. What are some of the uh, mistakes people make when they're, you know, doing their taxes on their own and they're not necessarily using a qualified service like you provide? Oh, sometimes people just don't even, I mean, we talked about depreciation earlier. I mean, that's that's a big one. Some people don't even realize they can depreciate a house, an apartment complex. There's a lot of money that can be left there. How you structure your businesses, the ownership, the 
whether like when does it make sense to use a partnership when do i want to own something individually if i'm if i'm gonna do i want to use a partnership an s corp i mean there all these different things are, are pieces that leave money on the table um, no no additional deductions thinking that something is deductible when it's not where you put it what the impact is knowing all the tax rates the the different places and and how those can impact the return all those things can be home office deductions there there's a lot of different places that you know we can we can kind of scour through and figure out is it is it worth the time and the cost to pursue this area so if something's going to save, save somebody 20 bucks probably not worth spending a whole lot of time on it but if i if we can save somebody a lot you know in the thousands yeah, it's funny you mentioned the uh, the depreciation and people overlooking that. I've, I've actually had conversations with people that think that it is illegal to take depreciation. I guess I haven't heard anybody say it's illegal, but usually by that point, most of those people that I'm having those conversations with have already been talking to other clients of mine. They've been talking to people in lifestyles, that, and depreciation, yeah, I I'm, I'm sure there are people who don't even realize that's that's legally deductible, but the IRS has useful lies that they allow, and it's it's a big area. What other ways could real estate investors benefit uh, with potential write-offs? Can uh, can you clarify that one a little bit? I guess maybe I'm not. Uh, it's, it's pretty, yeah, it was a pretty vague question. Um, so if, if I'm a real estate investor and, and I'm kind of dialed in, I'm, I'm doing the things I need to do with my properties, you know, I'm, I'm taking my depreciation and I'm segregating my, my, my uh, elements of my properties, what other, you know, things should I maybe consider uh, is taking as part of my business model? I mean, can I, can I write off my home office? Can I write off my car? Yeah, so there are there are deductions we can take for home office, just depending on your business use. There's deductions for your business mileage. We can do actual expenses, which I mean, you can actually depending on how much you're spending on your car, you might be able to, de to deduct a lot more. Is it worth spending all the time to track all those receipts? Maybe, maybe not. So if it if it saves you next again, if it saves you an extra ten bucks, do you want to spend? 20 hours trying to save $10? Probably not. If you want, but also when we were talking about the the depreciation recapture, if you dispose of something, let's say you take off a roof and replace it with a new one because of hail damage, if you dispose of that old roof, you don't do the recapture on that old roof, you just depreciate the new one. We can also write off some of the costs of the, of the old roof to help offset the cost of putting the new one on. Going back to the like on exchanges, you can take those, you can continue to defer and kick that can down the road. And there's, I mean, I'm trying to think of some, some others, there's opportunity zones that are new and there's ways to, now it's similar to a like on exchange, but you can actually take gains from a stock market and invest in, a, in an opportunity zone fund and you can defer those gains that way. So you could you could get money from the stock market, put it into some real estate somewhere. There's holding periods, step-ups and basis, all sorts of things that are 
available and it gives you a new way to get in. So there, there's a lot of tools out there. Wow, Nate, you, you really got my mind going and I appreciate it. And for those of you out there in the audience that need to get a quality advisor, you know, take a look at Nate, because uh, I'll tell you what, he is going to provide you the services that you need. And remember, it's not about the money. It's all about the lifestyle. Thanks again, Nate. Thank you for listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.